Welcome to the podcast of the Asian American Podcasters Association with your hosts, Lee Weihara and Andrew Wong. Welcome to yet another episode. I'm Lee. And I'm Andy. And so, Andy, during this week of September 16th, 2020, where shall we start? I know we want to give shout outs because in our Facebook group, we have a post, you know, share your latest and greatest episodes. So people share their good news. We've got some gear talk coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about microphones. Well, you'll be talking and I'll be listening. We've also got to talk about our food corner, aka ramen night. And then we also held a workshop, uh, self-publishing for podcasters. Am I missing anything? Well, we can talk about anything. I think we should start with the workshop that took place a couple of hours ago because self-publishing a book, people like so many people have told me, especially speakers, they've told me that when they published their book, they could double their rate. Like they, their biggest regret was immediately, why didn't I do this earlier? So maybe you can summarize some of the lessons and what went on with Dale this evening. Great question. So basically AAP and Women of Color Podcasters, we work together a lot and we have a venture podthon and that helps pay for AAP and WCP. And so we have a roundtable series once a month. We invite a guest speaker who is an expert in a field and we chit chat. And we pick their brains and ask them questions. And so self-publishing guru Dale L. Roberts was our guest this evening. And basically, you've got to get started. Basically, with your podcast, you already have content. And one of the key things that he said is to look at which episode has the most downloads or interest. And start there in terms of mining your content for a book. And what is like the motivation or the end game vision? Like what's the benefit for the podcaster to do that? So visibility, credibility, passive income, and uh, just promoting your brand as well. And, and those things will then enable you to possibly get more speaking engagements, higher visibility, and basically become known as, as an expert in that field, which whatever your show is about. So uh, do you remember any of the tips that uh, resonated with you? Well, I was popping in and out because I had to run upstairs to go sit down for dinner and then I came back. So it was it was like mayhem on my end. But the credibility makes a lot of sense to me. I would I would imagine that if you're a podcaster and you are trying to monetize your show, it's also something that can help you with sponsors because I'm sure that you could send a book to potential sponsors and very quickly you're establishing your credibility. And if you're repurposing the content of your show, they see that this is what the show is about. And that's got to be really powerful. 
Yes. And, you know, Dale did want to touch upon those two things, uh, sponsorships and uh, what was the other thing? And deals. And we ran out of time. However, he has some of his episodes purely sponsored by one company. And so if that is something that's of interest to you, reach out to those companies and the brands that you feel align with your show. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Andy? I agree. And I I think that what's surprising to people and not enough of us are monetizing our shows, but that's, that's a process, right? I know that so many of the people in our community, so many of the podcasters, they do have a niche podcast. And when you have a very narrow focus and you have a focused audience, sponsors are interested in getting in front of your people. Um, you don't need to have massive download numbers. That's right. Uh, I think that there is an opportunity for people to um, to find a sponsor, whether it's a single company or, you know, a handful of companies. But if it makes sense, then there is potential there. So having a book in self-publishing, it, it sounds like a really big part. It would help to push that process forward. Yes, definitely. Now, do you have a book, Andy? I don't have a book, which is why I was trying to attend this evening, even though I wasn't doing that very well. Well, with three kids, you know, it's a wonder you were, you did just fine in my book. <laughs> it's like, that's what stop video is all about. <laughs> I heard what I could, and that, that's why I'm having this um, podcast episode with you. I'm right. trying to get the summary get the of what I missed. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, we will have that video available for replay uh, at some point, and we can let people know about that. There will be a small fee for that, of course. But so shall we go on to the AAP Food Corner? Sure. Are we talking about ramen? Yes. All right. Who's hungry here? Because AAP Food Corner is next. AAP Ramen Night. It was so much fun. People brought their ramen. We had people from Malaysia. Oh my gosh, Singapore. And you know those noodles were authentic. (laughs) It was an international night. Yes. And I'm sure that those in Asia had much better ramen than I had. I had Trader (laughs) Joe's ramen, which wasn't bad. Trader Joe's makes ramen? Yes, they do. And do you mind my asking, do you know how much a Trader Joe pack is? I have is it no like, idea. Is it like oodles and noodles, 39 cents? I think it's probably a little more because Trader Joe's tries to have more natural ingredients. But I don't know how much it is. Okay. Well, we did. We talked a lot about we talked about a lot of different things within podcasting. We got some inspiration. We helped people with wins and challenges. And the next one is Saturday, October 3rd, 5:30 p.m. Pacific and 8:30 p.m. Eastern. So and the we, food theme will yes, be Yes, yes. What's the food theme? Do you remember? No, that's why. Laksa and dumplings. Laksa and dumplings. And different types of laksa because different regions of Asia, we learned, have completely different styles of laksa. 
Exactly. So bring your takeout, your packaged or your homemade or what have you, laksa and dumplings. It's so good. I, I'm not sure which type of dumplings I'm going to bring. And if you have one or the other, that's fine. And if you don't have either and you have a cup of coffee, bring that too because we just love getting together. It was a lot of fun. We had, how many people did we have? I would have to scroll back into the picture, but we had only... seemed like we had eight or eight or right? ten people. That was pretty cool. And then we had breakout sessions, I think, right? Just did we do breakout rooms? Or am I thinking of another social hour? I don't know. In this pandemic, everything's blurring Every, into right? one it's Zoom so, call. <laughs> right? Just like I didn't know it was Labor Day weekend the other day when until someone told me. Was it, did that happen for you? Um I did get out. I, I, <laughs> I felt like it was Labor Day because I made it to a barbecue. Wow. Um, socially distanced or not so much? Uh, it was two families. We sat in the backyard. We were socially distanced. And in that case, we did not wear masks, but we were outside and we were distanced pretty, um, pretty safely. Okay. So if you would like to join our AAP food nights once a month, you do need to join. If you're already a member, then you'll be getting the email. And if you don't get the email and you want the email, make sure we have your email. <laughs> it's fun. But it's, it was fun. Right? It, it was fun. We have to have ramen night again because I've totally stocked up. We went to Costco. Oh. And not, I mean, you know Costco sizes, right? Like you're already buying... I don't know. It's like a 24 pack oh my gosh. of ramen. But then we bought three different kinds. Wow. So three times 24. That's a lot of ramen. <laughs> and you live in a house, so you have room for that. I don't have anywhere to put 75-ish pieces of ramen anywhere. What is that? 72? Very exciting. <laughs> we, it's Korean noodles was one of them. Another one, wow, Momo-san ramen. Yes. Which is um, Chef Morimoto. Oh. He has his, he uh -huh. has his face on an instant noodle. That's so. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, Iron Chef. But we we love we love ramen. So I guess it's not that crazy. Designer, can you imagine that having? Should we get AAP ramen? <laughs> could could that be Why swag? <laughs> I would try it. I would. <laughs> I would take one. <laughs> and if you're watching and you would like to have us give your show a shout out write it in the comments below or if you have any questions for us we are here for the next few moments our goal each episode is to get in and get out in under 20 minutes so let's see if we actually make that <laughs> so usually not that good at that but we try i think our last episode was over half an hour wasn't it oh my gosh i don't know what that was but editing three separate tracks woof well, we had Dorinda. <laughs> we had three of us, so. Yes, shout out to Dorinda. Dorinda did a great job. She did, she did. And uh, hello, Dorinda, if you're watching. So now let's go to Gear Talk, shall we? Oh, and just uh, quickly again, Saturday, October 3rd is our next AAP food night, Laksa and Dumplings. You know what really grinds my gears? Gear Talk, and it's up next. Andy posted in the Facebook group, the AAP Facebook group, uh, a survey of all the microphones he came across. And tell us what your findings are or were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I put myself through this crazy exercise on Monday night because I feel like 
so many new podcasters in particular, when you're trying to figure out what microphone to use, you type into Google, what's the best podcast microphone? And there are so many blog posts and YouTube videos. And I don't know who these bloggers or YouTubers are. Like, are they sound engineers? I don't think so. So I decided to go to my friend Chris Curran's uh, podcast. He runs the podcast Engineering Show. So his guests are usually their sound engineers or their longtime podcasters. He's interviewed like industry people in the podcasting space. So I figured they must know something about microphones. Mm. So I went through 196 episodes of show notes and occasionally listening to some of the episodes to... How long did that take you? It took me a few hours on Monday night. Did you did you do like two times the playback speed? I didn't listen to the full episodes. I was most of his show notes because he does something, I forget what he calls it, but when he has the guests on for the interview, he has them run through their signal chain really quickly. So they talk about their microphone, their interface, you know, are they iOS or Windows? What's mm. their DAW? So they just run through that really quickly. Not everyone does it, but most of them do it. So, and that's included in the show notes. So I went through the show notes. You know, some of the guests use multiple microphones. So I just created a spreadsheet because I was totally nerdy about it. And mm. I had just tallied up. I wanted to find out which microphones were most used. So the top okay. five. Yes, tell us, top five. Number <laughs> one by far, the Shure SM7D. Really? Very popular. I mean, those those are the microphones that you see in Joe Rogan's studio. You see them on a yes. lot of um, YouTubers and live yes. streamers. But the sound is quite is, is actually pretty lovely on those. Actually, well, the top two are like industry standard radio broadcast microphones. So the number one is the Shure SM7B. Number two is the Electro Voice RE20. Those are those two microphones are the ones that you're going to find in most radio stations. They're dynamic microphones, but they're pretty sensitive. Like they're supposed to have a better a better frequency response. It's almost like a condenser, but they're dynamic, um, and they work really well. well they're not cheap though. They're like no. three hundred ninety nine dollars. Right, right, right. This is the cousin to the RE. Uh, what did you say, RE20? Yeah, RE20. Right. This is the RE50B, and mm. it comes in at about 200 And the reason I like it is because I'm hand-holding it right now, and the it's built for hand-holding without... The, it eliminates the handheld noise. It's called an ENG microphone, electric news gathering, and, and it's built for broadcasters who are out on location, whether TV or radio. And I love this thing. It's a workhorse, too. And um, so that's just a cousin. But what were the other microphones on the list, the top five? Okay, so number three I liked because number one and number two are pretty pricey microphones at 400 bucks. Number three, Audio-Technica ATR2100, street price of $99. I think you can often find it for less. Wow. What was number four? Number four is Heil PR40. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Another dynamic microphone that podcasters like Pat Flynn and Amy Porterfield, you know, they use those. So those were those are quite popular. And then number five is the Electro Voice RE three twenty. Yes. Which is like the little brother uh -huh. to the RE twenty. That's right. 
that runs about $300, but it's another cardioid dynamic broadcast microphone and people speak of it very highly. Well, let me ask you this. Did you, what number or what ranking did the Samsung QTU and the favorite of ours, Blue Yeti, rank? <laughs> <laughs> or were they even on the, you know, <laughs> do you uh, remember? I created this spreadsheet, right? Like the thing's huge. And then I'm like, I have to call this down to some smaller number. My smaller number is 29 microphones. So it's a lot. Uh, the Samsung Q2U came in at number 18. Okay. And the Blue Yeti came in at 29. What? Oh. You know, folks, if you have a Blue Yeti, chances are you're not using it properly. And what you need to do is get up close to it and hold it upright and talk into the side of it, not at the top. Yes. So you'll note and you should be an inch away from your mouth should be about an inch uh, three finger widths away from the microphone any farther away it's not going to sound very good and that's true of any microphone really you just need to know the placement of it and actually you know Mary Chan in the group she's got some microphone technique information and she was actually a speaker at Podthon. I know we probably mentioned that before. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to summarize about all the microphones before we move on? Okay, the summary is that if you can try different microphones, try as many as you can because everybody's voice is different and every microphone's different. You're trying to find the microphone that best suits your voice, the room that you're recording in, and your budget. So you're trying to find the best combination of those three things. If you can go to a place like B&H in New York City and try a bunch of them and listen back, uh, that's invaluable. Yes, B&H Photo Video has what's called the mic room. And if you're ever in New York City, contact me, reach out to me, and I will go with you because it's always so much fun. They have the $29.99 Sony microphones and the Neumann two, three, four thousand dollars microphones all in the same room, and you can test them all out. It's so much fun. Andy, is there anything else you wanted to say before we go on to shout-outs? No, that's it for me on microphones. Go into the Facebook group where I posted the graphic, which is just showing like the 29 microphones along with sort of its uh it's like a sideways bar chart number of mentions in that podcast which was um it's fun i think it's just it's a good way to see if you're shopping for a microphone it's a good starting point to say all right let me take a look at these let me look what's not on the list and try out different ones let me ask you a quick question before we move on. This is kind of gear talkish, sort of maybe. Are you have you thought about becoming a member of the podcast academy? Who me? Mhm. Mm I am a member of the podcast academy. You I'm are. I'm a proud member. Wow. <laughs> I joined and I have yet to participate in any of the activities. Well, you've got to participate. <laughs> I do. I do. I, There's um, a mixer coming up, I think, tomorrow night, right? Oh, so I, I, I better go look what, at the calendar. What is the Podcast Academy? What is it? Mm -hmm. For people who might not know. It's, it's a relatively new academy of podcasters. Um, 
you know, it's like the, the, the host, it's the editors, it's producers. It's a lot of corporate, um, representation. So the big networks, the big podcast companies. And I think that the big thing is going to be that there's going to be a podcast podcast award. Um, so that's a big part of it. But in addition to that, they're going to have like social meetups for networking. There's a mentorship program. Uh, they periodically have, you know, during this pandemic, they're going to have different zoom meetings with different speakers on different topics. So it's really, so what do you think the, what do you think the selling point of it is? Well, I think it's, um, that's a good question. I think like, is it a wait and see kind of a thing? It's a little bit, but it's, podcasters are like so spread out, right? I mean, there are corporate podcasters, there are indie podcasters. It's such a diverse group of individuals and subjects of their shows that the Podcast right. Academy is one of many attempts to bring people together advocating for the podcasting industry. And because the Podcast Academy has the corporate support, right. Uh, many of the biggest networks and companies have founding members and helped to donate money to get the thing set up that there's hope that that will help to because there's some funding there to get the organization up and running. Uh, the good news is that uh, Rob Greenlee, who is currently at Libsyn, and I believe he's a good representation or a good representative of the indie you podcasters think? because there was okay. a lot of concern at the start at the outset, will the indie podcaster be represented? Because we do we need another award show that, I don't know, I don't want to name any names, iHeartRadio, like, like iHeartRadio awards all their own shows. And indie podcasters who have been at this for a very, very long time, some of them, they're like, are we going to be recognized or are we just going to be completely forgotten because many of the corporate newcomers, that's where the money is. And, you know, are they just going to award their, are they going to give the awards to their own shows? Um, so having Rob Greenlee come on board, uh, it, I think that, that that's hopeful for, for the little guys like me. Mm. I I wish that there were a little more uh, representation going on. When you look at the pictures of all the board members, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I I just recently joined, so full disclosure, I am a member as well because I wanted to see. I just wanted to check it out. That's why so, I wanted to join too. <laughs> that and the right? fact that they were like discounting the membership rate, and I was like, oh, I got to. Right. I should join so that I can see what it's all about and then make an informed decision. Right. Because this year it's 50 bucks and next year it's a hundred dollars. So I'd like to see what, <laughs> what, what comes with that. Uh, and all right. So that wraps up gear talk. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Shout outs. So, in our last episode, I was extremely remiss in mentioning Jun Han, 
June. He basically emceed the PodFest Global Summit. You know, remember the one we talked about last time where they were trying to go for the virtual conference, Guinness Book of World Records for largest attendance. And for how many days was that? Four or five days? However many crazy days it was, June was there emceeing and helping out and moderating. And uh, we needed to give a shout out to him. And I forgot to do that last week. I'm so sorry, June. But here we're giving it to you now. So June did a great job. He also was sacrificing family time because I think his wife and three kids were going to the beach and he was sitting there on his computer emceeing and also doing behind the scenes because when I when I gave my talk, June was running. Every, he was the guy running the behind the scenes. Yes. Fielding the Q&A, the, the chat. That's right. And watching the time. Yeah, he, it seemed like he did a little bit of everything. Right. So, so thank you, June. Thank you, June. Yes. And let's move on to shout outs to our AAP members who will be speaking at Podcast Movement Virtual next month. So we have, uh, I know that we have several, there will be several waves of speaker announcements. And the names we want to share today is Sarah Lee Kane. Yay. Andy, who else? Rocky Lalvani. Nice. And Jessica Nguyen. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations. And I'm sure there'll be more names forthcoming. So stay tuned for our next episode when we'll mention even more. I hope and we didn't forget <laughs> anybody. If we did, <laughs> apologies. Yes. And we will... We'll give you we'll give you the shout out next week. Right. And and write to us and tell us this. And if you're watching now live in Facebook Live or our YouTube channel, feel free. We are monitoring the comments in the Facebook group. So if you would like to make a comment or have a question you'd like us to answer, feel free to do that. Now we are about to wrap up, but first we have a post in AAP called our latest and greatest episodes and people are to share what their episodes are and hopefully they teach or share with us what their takeaway was when they made the show episode. So I am looking through, here we go, Lucas Egan. Congratulations, his show is called The Land Parties. Uh, it's a gaming show. So would that be L-A-N parties or is that LAN parties? Do you know, Andy? Uh, I don't know. No. All I don't right. Know. Well, um, it's it got to be LAN parties because it's a right? PlayStation 5, which is local area network. Right. And so Lucas says that his latest episode features an interview with a professional esports athlete. And the takeaway that he got was that they learned how following what you love can lead to success. So shout out to Lucas Egan and Land Parties. Uh, let's see who else. So I'm looking for the 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 latest and greatest episode listings where they list not only the episode but what they shared in terms of what they learned when making the episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's got to be a takeaway that they're sharing, not just their show episode. It's right. like what did they as the creator take away? Yes. 
And so we only have one today. So again, Lucas Egan, congratulations on your latest episode of Land Parties. Oh, but we do have a special mention. Do you want to do the honors, Andy? Um, no, I'm going to give you the honors because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we mentioned it before, but a big shout out goes to Sheena Yap Chan and her show is the Tao of self-confidence and she says she reached one million downloads one million one million that's amazing yeah there's a one million club and that's you're in an elite club and and what did she say was her secret to success if if you remember her secret to success is consistency and I've got to give Sheena credit where it's due. I think she's published over 800 episodes. She's been extremely consistent. Um, I think that she did do some seasons, right? I think that she she has had breaks, but when she's publishing, it's it's been daily at times. And prolific. I mean, you're right. <laughs> she's prolific. So consistency and being prolific um, are a powerful combination. Yes. And so we should we should have her on the show one day, and <laughs> we, the AP podcast yeah. can take a lesson, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! I'm open. I'm open. I'm open, right? <laughs> and so, are there any other shout outs we should give as we wrap up today, Andy? The shout out just everybody in the community, because um, people have been posting, people have been sharing, and good things have been happening. It's so great to see some. Asian American podcasters and Asian podcasters speaking at more events. Yes. And I think that those are all great things. Exactly. And, oh, I had a thought and now I lost it. We were saying, oh, and a shout out to all the parents out there uh, for dealing with the beginning of school and its uncertainties and, and whatever else is entailed with the back to the school year, back to school start I know oh my, my kids. Shout out yes. to ourselves. Shout out to ourselves. Oh, wait. Yes, <laughs> yes. My, my own kids started uh, school today and it was it was kind of a it was kind of it was like one hour online. So I'm thinking, when is real school going to begin? So we'll give it a few more days. But Did you guys start remotely at the beginning? Yes. So mm. uh, New York City Public Schools, you, you have a choice, either 100% remote or or blended slash hybrid learning. And I opted for the hybrid. So it's one day a week for three hours with nine total children in one room for the duration. And they're not allowed to eat in the room like breakfast or lunch. It's all grab and go system, uh, which I think is kind of clever, actually. It's like, here, take the food and leave. <laughs> How about you it's in a, New Jersey? Oh, it's a big experiment. Um, our middle schooler is on a hybrid program, so she's attending school in person every other day, uh, like a four-day rotation. So I guess certain weeks she's in school three days, other days she's in school two days. And then our younger two, they are there every day. Wow. Um, but you do have the option, if you want to attend remotely, you can do that. Okay. And we should give a shout out to all of the students, graduate and undergraduate and otherwise. Shout out to you, too, for continuing education and dealing with the uncertainties of how it's 
how how you have to go to school and, <laughs> and get that certificate or that degree. So I like back to school because I like the cooler weather. I like fall. Do you like fall? Uh, I, I've been really cold the last couple of nights, so. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm adjusting. Well, I'm slowly <laughs> liking fall, but not, not quite. I'm not convinced yet. And finally, let's segue into the next event of the month that we know about, which is International Podcast Day. Andrew, do you want to talk about when that is? Um, no, <laughs> I don't because <laughs> I do not have the dates. Okay, it's September 30th, but it starts on September 29th here in the U.S. because elsewhere in the world, it would already be September 30th. And so there's 24 hours of continuous programming. Just go to internationalpodcastday.com, and they'll have the schedule with speakers from all over the world. And it'll be live streamed on their YouTube channel, I think. That's how it was last year when we were actually part of it so yeah and you can go to the youtube channel now and look back at past years to see what it's all about and there's a lot of great content there and it's cool because it truly is international there there are podcasters from all over the world participating and you get to see all the colorful characters from around the globe Yes. And you know what? In the in our video, I think when I, I was saying a greeting in Japanese, and I think I messed it up a little bit. I had a brain fart. So uh, that's <laughs> a live blooper. Oh <laughs> but you know what's interesting and what I love is the fact that one of the creators, the co-creator of International Podcast Day, Dave Lee, he was a guest speaker on Podthon that we had in July. And through that, he was able to meet some more international podcasters. And so they'll be featured this year. And their AAP members, Norman Chella, right? And uh, Tracy Nguyen Mang from Vietnamese Boat People. We have to give them a shout out too. And Norm, Norman Chella is Pod Lovers Asia. So shout out to them. And, uh, I see Norman everywhere. Yes, Norman's, you know, now that he's been on our radar, it's like, Norman, Norman. Uh, So thankfully, I I just think that that's so awesome how when you put yourself out there, when you show up, when you apply to speak, when you apply to connect and network authentically with other people, it leads to fantastic opportunities. So if I could just share one thing about this is uh, just put yourselves out there. Like, get out of your home studio when possible. I know we've still got, um, you know, COVID to deal with, but, uh, or coronavirus, rather. And so put yourself out there. Reach out. Join a Zoom meetup, right? Come to the AAP Laksa and Dumpling Night on October 3rd. (laughs) After you've recovered from International Podcast Day and it's 24-hour programming. (laughs) Yeah, bring your own laksa or dumplings. Exactly, and I think in between International Podcast Day and AAP Laksa Dumpling Night is another PodFest virtual event, so you can check that out too. So, there's something else going on. There's an Outlier Podcast. Oh, right, and it's pay as you wish. You can pay as little as five dollars. Cool. The Outlier Podcast Festival. Yeah, I think that they have great speakers because um, it's from like the biggest to small. It's so, you know, you're going to hear all kinds of speakers and it should be really good. 
Oh, thank you for mentioning that. So that does it for this episode of the Asian American Podcasters podcast. We made it. We made it. Well, uh, we, we didn't make time, but <laughs> we, we, we finished the episode. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. If you haven't yet signed up for, or if you haven't yet signed up to be an AAP member, go to AAP, I can't even say it. Go to aapodcasters.com. Or should I say aapodcasters.org because we are a nonprofit in the state of New York. Yes, we're working slowly to federal. We have to raise money to get to the federal status. So that reminds us, we will be starting a crowdfunding campaign eventually. <laughs> to do more cool things. But yeah, yes, it'll be great. Right? Yes, because you know what? Andrew and I take our time, take time out of our schedules. We go and we give workshops on how to start podcasts. And, you know, we need to pay for things like the website and the hosting and, and our travel expenses and things to, to really get the word out and the support and the resources to people to share their voice and to strengthen their message and their voices through the medium of podcasting, just like you once did, right? And so... Thank you so much. Oh, and when you're a member of AAP, you do get to post your show in our directory, which is more than 600 shows big. It's a long, long list So and growing. So that's awesome. Exactly. Congrats to every single one of you who are in there. Exactly. And you know what? Keep going. No matter how tired you get, just keep going. There is light at the end of the pod fade tunnel. So thank you so much for tuning in this time. We know you can be listening to so many other things. Thank you for hanging out with us. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time. Bye.